by Riverside. NFL season is finally here. Can you believe it, guys? It's flying. You love it. <laughs> so, two of us had a really good week last week, going seven and eleven. And then there was one. Dave, do we want to talk about this two and ten that you <laughs> dropped last week while you were out supporting the youth? Um, I have started my reputation strong this year. It's about the same as last year. So, um, I think it's, I'm good for this show because I give the public the pick to fade. So I think there's that part of it. Uh, but I stand by my picks and, and one week I will, uh, take you boys down. I mean, last year, if we talk about it, you started off awfully. Actually, I think we both did, but at one point we were close to thirty games under five. I mean, I'm I'm like the Chicago Bears, and and I'm just dead last and everything right now. So I'm trying to build it back up and get on your guys' level. Well, we will be talking about the Bears here shortly, but Mike, any thoughts on week two action? Uh, I think we nailed it. Especially for, you know, so, so early in the season. Um, Dave's got some work to do, but uh, I know that okay. comes through. Take it easy. All right, let's kick it off. New England will be in New Jersey to play the Jets this week. CBS at noon. New England is favored by three. 36 and a half being the total in this football game. Poor Jim Nance and Tony Romo getting the Jets again this week. That's tough. But uh, minus three for New England. Both teams uh, struggling just a hair would be an understatement. But uh, I'm going to take the unpopular opinion here and go Jets plus three in this football game. New England's defense is good, but their offense is awful. Similar story for both teams. Low-scoring affair, I think, in this one. That shows with it being its lowest total of the week. So, Dave, you can go next. Yeah, I'm going to ride that one with you. I'm going to go Jets plus three. Um, Just because that Jets defense, even though, I mean, they played Dallas, and Dallas looks like they could win the Super Bowl by, like, ten points right now. But I'm just going to ignore that fact and... Uh, hopefully their defense can play really well against a New England team that really doesn't show much presence down the field offensively. So if they can control Stevenson behind in the backfield, I think they can maybe win this game and for sure cover the spread. Well, Mikey, you're up. Uh, I hate this game. <laughs> um, when was the last time Belichick went 0-3? Um, 2000. His first year with New England, he has not gone 0-3 since then. With that being said, I'm taking Jets in the points, baby. He's going 0-3. They uh, they knocked off the Bills in week one. Um, I, I think that they have the 
defense to get it done. I don't even want to touch this. This 36.5 looks so tempting. Right? But good lord. This is going to be a shit fest. You know, the last time that Belichick went 0-2 was 2001. That's when Brady took over. Mm. Wow. Good stuff. I mean, this game legit might be 7-6. to seven to six. Very well could be. <laughs> and I hope Yeah, I saw a really funny TikTok that once again was messed up. But uh, it was Mike Tirico saying, you know, that stat of the last time Belichick went 0-2 was 2001. And you know what happened there. And then it cut to that clip in the, in the movie Ted where Ted yells out, 9-11! <laughs> All right, let's move on from that. New Orleans at Green Bay, Fox noon game. Green Bay is favored by two in this game, 42 being the total. I don't know what to think of this one either. Me and Mike were talking before we started recording here today. Of, we absolutely hate this slate this week. Mm-hmm. We New Orleans on Monday night? That was sloppy. Green Bay, I don't know what to think yet. Could they win the North? Maybe. Yes. North is trash. But New Orleans, they're in a trash division too. Derek Carr and that offense isn't clicking. Jordan Love and his offense are somewhat clicking, but we don't know what they're going to do on a week-to-week basis. I mean, tight game down in New Orleans or in Atlanta last week that they probably should have won. This game being at Lambeau, it's hard to go against it. Uh, I'm going to take the Green Bay minus two on this one. Again, 42 being the points. I I don't see that. Mike? I'm with you on this one. Uh, I think that it's so tough to gauge Green Bay or New Orleans at this point. Um, At I think I'm just going to have to go with the over here. Uh, Just looking, you know, the Packers have scored 38 and 24 in their first two games. I think that Carr can put up some points, and uh, I think that it's going to go over 42. My first inkling was to actually go with New Orleans straight up, but uh, I'm going to go with the over. All right, I like it. Dave? Yeah, it's kind of just an interesting one. Don't really know who these teams are yet, but obviously both could win their division. But I'm I'm going to ride the Saints here. I'll take them plus two. Uh, the one thing we have seen from the Saints is their defense so far has been unbelievable. I mean, points per game, getting stopped. I know they played Bryce Young last week, but um, defense looks good. Stopping the run, good on the pass. Um, It'll be Jordan Love's kind of first test against a high-level defense. I mean, he played Chicago. Their defense sucks. Atlanta, I don't know much about it, but he was able to put up 24. So I'm going to think Derek Carr clicks here, and I think the Saints will end up winning outright, but I'll take the points. All righty. We are all three different on this one. Moving right along, my new special game of the week. We've got a Carl alert. Carl will be in Detroit. Carl alert is Carl Sheffers being the referee of the game, and I have an absolute hatred for that man. I make the slate for the week, so here it is. 
Falcons at Lions. Fox, noon central time. Detroit is favored by three in this football game. 46 and a half being the number. Falcons played well last week against Green Bay. Detroit, I, they've got a good football team. It, it's hard to argue that fact. Uh, this game being as close as it is, I thought it was going to be somewhere in the minus five range for Detroit. So I will gladly take Detroit in the by three points. Dave? Uh, um... Yeah, I'll I'll take I'm gonna take Detroit as well. I'll take the points. Um, I know they had a tough loss last week to the Seahawks, uh, but they kind of controlled that game early and kind of let it go away. Uh, it, it's just gonna come down. The offense seems to always be there, so if, if they can just keep clicking on offense, I think Amon St. Brown's still healthy. I thought I saw he might be questionable. I'm not sure, uh, but as long as he's healthy, he's a big part of that offense. So. I'm going to take them, even though B. John has been looking like the real deal. So give me the point, uh, minus three. All right, Mikey. Um, may I remind you all that Mike's drunk pick of the week last week was a four-game parlay, and all I needed was Detroit to win that game. It was an overtime loss at home against a mediocre Seattle team, in my opinion. Um, I really like what Amon's doing. I like Reynolds. Reynolds has done a great job as a WR2. Their defense looks sound. Um, I think they got a little bit of a reality check uh, last week for everyone that's kind of bandwagon on them. So I think they come out um, pretty fired up for this game. So I think we're all three in agreement here. Detroit minus three. Um, I'll take the Lions. All right. We're all either going to be very happy or very sad at the end of that football game. We've got another nooner. This one on CBS. <clears throat> Buffalo at Washington. Hmm. Washington surprised me a little bit this year. Their offense has played well. Be enemy. That's yep. very true. Their defense played pretty well. Buffalo, pretty slow start. And that loss to the Jets, or no, they ended up, yeah, they lost to the Jets yeah. in week one. That was a tough one. But I still have a lot of trust in Buffalo here. They're favored by six and a half, 44 being the total that Vegas has put out. Until they show me different on a couple weeks occasion, I'm going Buffalo minus six and a half here. Mike? Commanders 2-0 and this year, uh, but the two teams they beat are the Cardinals and the Broncos. And that Cardinals game was close. Well, yeah, two points. I was going to say the two games that they've won have been a combined effort of six points. Uh, Bills by a million here. Bills go in and just get it done. And I, I have uh, Bills minus 6.5. I think they actually won by double digits. I have a feeling this will be Dave's hot take of the week, but let's oh, hear it. Here we go. Uh, sir, you are incorrect. I'm going to ride the Bills minus six and a half, but I think there is some credit to give to Eric and what he's done over there and how Washington has looked. I didn't think they'd be anything this year. 
Uh, Sam Howe is playing pretty well. I know he's only played the Cardinals and and uh, the Broncos, but the Broncos are supposed to have a nice defense. Um, he looks pretty good. So they they could, um, I don't know, could maybe contend in that division, but it's going to be hard with with uh, Dallas. But, yeah, I'm going to take Buffalo minus six and a half. And I like uh, Mike said, I could see them winning by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Man, this had Dave's hot take written all over it. I was shocked. Denver at Miami. Noon one. It's going to be a hot one for those Broncos. Miami favored by six and a half. 48 being the total in this game. Jalen Waddle in the concussion protocol this week. We did not know that. Yes. I have not heard if he's cleared yet. But Denver's trash. We talked about that in our first week of the year. Bottom of the AFC West. Defense is okay. Russ not showing me anything again this year. So, Miami minus six and a half, even without Waddle, is my pick in this one. Dave? All right. We're here. Oh, we found the hot take. Yep, we found the hot take. I'm going to say Russ is cooking, okay? Did you see the start of the game last week? Yeah. Threw a couple bombs. Not saying they were pretty, but they were bombs. Um, if the defense shows up, they can they can cover that spread. Okay, so give me give me Broncos, give me the spread. I'm just gonna that that's my kind of sicko one for the week. Shouldn't happen, but I feel like it's gonna. I want to remind you that in Miami, especially for a noon game, the visitor sideline is in the sun the whole game. I was gonna say that. Good. It's going to be hot. It'll, it'll wake him up. Wake Russ up call. Sean Payton, he already, Sean Payton already called him out. He can't get plays out on time. Yeah, that's true. So something's got to change. It's going to. All right, Mikey. You got Miami all day here. I don't think it's even close. I think Miami is going to win by two or three touchdowns. It's... In Miami, it's going to be nice and hot. And I don't see Russ cooking at all. <laughs> Miami, by a million. Whatever. Trap game alert. Yep. See, you're seeing it too. Mm-hmm. Chicago at Kansas City. This is the late game that the northern half of the country will see. Kansas City favored by 12 and a half points. Are you surprised? Yeah, that's a lot for an offense that hasn't put up more than 20. Well, I mean, come on. Come on. We've had games of 17 and 20. Come on. 47 and a half being the total in this game. This gives me vibes of last year, and it was in week three as well. Kansas City and Indianapolis. Four turnovers in that game. Lost the football game for the Chiefs in a game that they were outplayed from the opening kick. Our turnover differential again this year, not great. A punt going off a shoulder pad last week. A couple fumbles. A couple interceptions. 
Those are mistakes you can't make against teams you should beat. That's what will decide this football game. So, yes, I think it is a trap game. When I looked on Tuesday, 95% of the money was on Kansas City. That's scary. The average NFL game, even on a game that's supposed to be like this, there's still 30 to 40% of the money somewhere on someone looking for some juice. Dave, I'll let you talk about all the distractions that are going on with your boys this week. But <laughs> Trouble. I, I see this game being a lot closer than a lot of people do. Wow. Fun fact, this is only the seventh time that the Bears have come to Arrowhead in the regular season in the 104 years of the NFL. Really? Yeah. What's the record? <laughs> all in all, they've played together 13 times, and the Bears are 7-6. and six. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> so my pick in this one is under 47 and a half and fields to throw two interceptions. All right. That's my pick. Kind of like it. Dave, I'll let you talk about the shit show disaster that is the Chicago Bears right now since I've set up my thoughts of the game. Well, I don't think there's much to talk about. I mean, our defensive coordinators on investigation from the uh, FBI. Uh, we got locker room issues. Uh, whether Fields said he meant it or not, he kind of called out the coaching staff, which I'm 50-50 on because I'm not a fan of the coaching staff, but you can't call out your coaches, so that's not a good look. Um, yeah, I mean, the only way I see the Bears covering this spread is if they stop coaching him like Aaron Rodgers and roll him out of the pocket and do what he's good at. And yes, he needs to get better from the pocket, but we're not there yet. Let him run. Let him move. He can't run three times a game. You're never going to come close to winning the game. So with that said, Chiefs minus 12 and a half. Get your head out of the gutter. The Bears stink, and the Chiefs are going to explode this week. I'm thinking like 40 to 10, like not even close. The Bears are a dumpster fire, and it's so sad. I want to cry. <laughs> All that hope thrown away in two weeks of the year. I worry about the score that you laid out because Andy does not stomp on teams anymore. I don't care. I don't think he's going to have to. I can see the Chiefs putting up at least 21 in the first half. We can't tackle. We can't do anything. It should be a fun one. You know, Mike and I will be at the game this weekend, and we had a fun little group text with our tailgating group, and I was like, should we do a specialty drink for the week? We're like, yeah, we should. What are you thinking? I think we should do one. We'll call it the Bear Down and say it's got all these mixes of alcohol in it. Let people just chug it. And then they're like, oh, we don't feel anything. Oh, it's a letdown like the Bears. There's no <laughs> alcohol in it at all. <laughs> Mike, your thoughts. <laughs> I love this. Um, okay, so what I'll say is that, number one, uh, 
we won seventeen to nine last week. The Chiefs did against Jacksonville. So super sloppy game, like you said. That punt return where the guy's eyes were over to the left and it hits his right shoulder pad. I don't even know what the hell happened there. Anyways, long story short, the Chiefs have been playing sloppy. Um, we gave up the least amount of points last week. The defense has been showing up. They've been doing their job. We actually scored the least amount of points for any team that won last week as well. Um, interesting stat. Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL. Justin Fields, Troy Smith, Dwayne Haskins, Ter- Terrell Pryor, C.J. Stroud, Cardell Jones, Craig Krenzel. These are all quarterbacks that have played in the last 10 to 15 years from Ohio State. NFL record, 16-47. and 47. Mm-hmm. Don't draft an Ohio State quarterback. Point blank. Justin Fields, go home. You're drunk. With that being said, Danda, I'm going to follow your under here, buddy. Uh, I think that the Chiefs defense is stout. I think they give up probably 10 points. Looking at like a 24 to 10 game here. Uh, like you oh, said, we don't God. really throw the gas pedal down. We keep games tight. We just like to give people heart attacks. So. Yeah. Can I just say something here? You're you're saying that Patrick Mahomes, your half a billion dollar quarterback, is going to score 24 points. Versus a terrible defense that Baker Mayfield just put up twenty one by himself before the pick six. I'm I'm not arguing the fact that it very well could be twenty one to three at half, and when it comes to that, we'll just run the ball. Uh, Andy does not step on people's throats anymore. Let's see. I can't remember the last time that a game was over going into the fourth quarter at Arrowhead. Right. Unless it was one we were losing, Buffalo, a couple years ago. Uh Uh-huh, I remember that. If you look back over the past three years, tell me a time that we've just completely put away a team at Arrowhead. We've won a lot at Arrowhead. No arguing that. My when first was the last one we've just dick-kicked someone at Arrowhead? In the snow. Oh, the Broncos? Snow Drew Locke was the quarterback. So? Still kick their dick in. That's true. <laughs> Dave, did you see the stat line of Fields versus Trubisky through their first 27 games? Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 not, in, I'm not defending anyone at this point, but I will say... The play calling has to change. It, it has does. to. It doesn't make any sense. Move on. I'm sick of this I'm shit. I'm not picking on your boys, but I am picking on your boys since I've had this one circled on the calendar since May. God. The game of the week that the southern half of the country will see will be Dallas at Arizona. 325 mm. Central Time on Fox. Dallas favored by 12. 43 being the total. I did not look this morning to see, and we're recording on Friday morning, if the news that came out last night of Diggs tearing his ACL has changed the stat line at all. But as of when these lines were pulled for the show today, it was Dallas minus 12. That's a big loss for that defense. It's also it's 12 and a half right now. Oh, it went up. So it went up. 
Star injury. Let's give more points. Pass is thrown Diggs' way. There has not been a completed one yet. He locks down that side of the field and the defender that he's playing. That's a huge loss for that defense. Yeah, they're still really good. Vanderesh, Micah. They're Gilmore. going to give Arizona problems. But that loss in the secondary sucks. And what really sucks is I was really looking forward to week 13 when Buffalo and Dallas played. Digs on digs. But Arizona's garbage. They're tanking. They're trying to get that number one pick. They're keeping games closer than they should, but they are not a good football team. And that comes to an end for close games this week. Dallas minus 12, over 43. Those are my picks of the week. Mike? Uh, I liked your comment last week where you basically said Dallas might get that over by themselves, and I think they almost did last (laughs) week. Um, (laughs) They were three points short. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dallas is a good team this year. I I like the fact that they got rid of Zeke. I feel like they had an identity and ego problem last year with you know Pollard and um, Zeke in the backfield. It's like, hey, who's our guy? They, they have their guy this year. Um, their offense is playing great. Dak's playing pretty conservative. Um, so, with that being said, I still think that 12 points is just a lot of points in the NFL, no matter oh what God. teams are playing any given Sunday. Um, so, I am going to follow you here, Danda. Uh, did you did you have over on this one? I had Dallas and the over. Yeah, I'm not going to go with Dallas and the over, but I'm definitely going to go over that 43. And I'm going to make a Danda comment here that... Dallas could damn well get to that 43 themselves. Dave? Okay, you guys are delusional. I got to set you straight, get you back on track here. Okay. First off, Josh Dobbs is not going to do anything versus defense. I think the Cardinals might not score 10 points. Whether they have digs or not, it doesn't matter. That defense is still insane. Micah Parsons is literally playing with the defense in those videos you see. He's literally out there just dicking around, and he's that good, okay? Um, So I I think Josh Jobs, these are my two picks. I'm literally going to count this pick. Josh Jobs, two interceptions, and the under 43. And I can literally see this game being 33-7 to maybe, something like that. 33-7, 33-3. 33-7, 33-3. It's going to be ugly. I don't see the Cardinals doing anything, but I also don't see the over at all. I like it. And yeah, Diggs being out this week isn't a huge deal this week, but I think that that will be a decent deal going forward. It will, but also that defensive line is just insane. As long as they can keep pressuring the quarterback, as long, I mean – the corner has to be average, and they'll be just fine. I don't know who's replacing him, but uh, Diggs, don't forget, he also gave up the most yardage last year on, like, big plays. Yeah, so he's an aggressive player, but, but he'll be missed for sure. Sunday night football barn burner. Pittsburgh at Vegas. Yay. Puke. Well, at least I know I'll probably get to go to bed early on Sunday night. 
Vegas is favored by two and a half. I don't know how. 43 is the total in that game. Again, I don't know how. Pittsburgh looked like shit Monday. So, with that being said, Vegas is right there with Denver in my book. Pittsburgh plus two and a half. And give me the under on this one as well. Mike? Pittsburgh did look bad. Two scoring touchdowns for their defense last week, though. I think Mm -hmm. that they finally, in the second half, started to click with Pickens and Pickett and... Um, I think you see some offense in this game. I think you see some blunders, too. I think we have a lot of turnovers in this game, which is going to equate the short field position. Um, so I'm going to go with the over here. I'm going to go 43. My first inkling was to actually go Pittsburgh straight up, but I'm going to go over. I'm going to go a little bit different. David. Yeah, I think I'm on the same page with Mike here. Uh, I'm going to take the over. I'm not going to touch any of the, the spreads here. Um, I, I Really, I'm just completely on the same page with Mike. I think they started clicking uh, with Pickett and Pickens at the end there. Uh, I, I didn't understand why they weren't getting him the ball early in the game. He wasn't really getting double covered. Uh, he's their best receiver right now with Deontay Johnson out. So as long as they keep getting him touches – Matt Canada sucks. That's a big problem, too. The play calling is terrible. And what I'm not impressed with is Najee Harris. He's not been sharp. He wasn't good last year. He was good at the end of the year. But he looks slow. I mean, he I know he's not a burner, but, like, he doesn't look explosive. That Warren kid, their backup, might start getting all of his touches, honestly. He looks good. Uh, But it should should be a pretty exciting game. Like you said, a lot of turnovers and hopefully a lot of points. Before we get into this Monday night doubleheader, I want our listeners to think back. In the last four regular season Monday nights, this is what we've seen. Kyler blows up his knee. Hamlin dies. Rogers blows up his foot. And Nick Chubb had his knee explode. That is the last four regular season Monday nights. Devastating injuries for teams. That's crazy. We see crazy things on Sunday. You don't see that when you look at the Sunday night games. These are massive injuries. One led to a game being canceled. Is Joe Buck the problem? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Monday night doubleheader again, six fifteen on ESPN. This will be the Hall of Famer and Joe Buck. So, who's going to get hurt in this one? Philly at Tampa. Philly favored by four and a half, forty-five and a half being the total in this football game. Fly Eagles, fly minus four and a half. I talked about Baker last week. This is his last shot as a starter in the NFL. He'll find a way to blow it. Dave? You know, I don't know what to think here. 
Um, you said the total is 45 and a half, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the totals are tough with Philly because it really depends what their game plan is. When they start running, like the last game versus the Vikings, I mean, they just chew that clock. They're not going to score much, but they're going to just – they just eat up the game, and all of a sudden it's the next quarter and literally like five minutes it feels like. So the totals are sketchy, but the line's also sketchy to me. I mean, if Baker can come out and play well, uh, Philly's defense is good, but it doesn't look like last year to me. They have some injuries. Um, but it's Baker, like you said. I mean, it could, it could go south real quick. Um, so give me the uh, give me the under here. That's a total guess. I am so confused on what to do here. I'm going to say Philly comes out, hopefully has that running attack. I mean, you can't stop them once they get going. Uh, so hopefully they, they go that route and, and I see them winning the game. Mikey Mike. 2-0 Tampa Bay Bucks with their savior Baker Mayfield. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense pretty damn good this year, as they always are. They're playing at home. It's a big Monday night football game. Philly by a million. <laughs> I was going to ask if you're still drunk. <laughs> I'm taking Philly minus four and a half. I do think it is going to be a, a tighter game, but Philly Philly runs off in the end. It might be a close You close were starting time. to sound like me there for a second. Seriously, it kind of you should have seen the out. looks I was giving him. It was like a mix between me and when you talk about the Jags, I was kind of getting that kind of vibe right there. That's fun. Yeah, I accidentally hit Siri on my watch. Whoopsie. Rams at Cincinnati, seven fifteen on ABC. Fun. Another fun storyline that's very minor this year. With the writer's strike, ABC doesn't have enough TV to put out, so all Monday night games will also be on ABC this year. But Cincinnati is favored by two and a half, hosting the Rams, and I think that that line is strictly because of how they have looked in the first two weeks of the year. That offense is not together at all. 44 is the total in this game. To me, this is a good game for them to rebound, and if they don't, it's time to put up the red alert flag for the Bengals. I'm going to ride them one more week. Bengals minus two and a half in this football game. Mike? They are saying that Joe Burrow may not play on Monday mm-hmm. as of two hours ago. Um, I think that he Gamesmanship. does. Do what? Gamesmanship. Gamesmanship. I think he does play. Um, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about Joe Burrow's health this year. <sighs> Will he be the Monday Night Disaster this week? Oh God, I hope not. I mean, oh, God. I I want to take okay. So this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> this is going to get double double dick in here. So I'm going to take. Cincinnati minus two and a half as long as Joe Burrow plays. Um, if Joe Burrow does not play this game, this is going under 44, 100%. So, I know I can't 
I don't know. What do I do? Yeah, Mike, you're stuck here, buddy. You gotta. What's I gotta commit. You want me to commit? I do. Yeah, you I got... want you to commit. Jeez. All right. I'm gonna Who's assume Burrow's gonna play. Um, they're gonna get off the snide. They're gonna get their offense clicking. Um, you're gonna see a big game out of Jamar Chase. Um, and so I'm gonna go Cincinnati minus two and a half. I love all of that. Dave? Yeah, I mean, you said the red flag about the Bengals. I, I think it's already waving. I mean, from what you've seen, it's – and I predicted this when we did our first video that the Bengals would be under on their win total. It's early. But, I mean, they just don't look good. I mean, a couple throws that he threw last week, the one uh, near the end zone across the middle of the field, I mean, that was just not good. Got picked easily. The offensive line, he's getting sacked a bunch, uh, doesn't have much time. He's not healthy. Things are just things just aren't clicking. I mean, that first game, I saw Jamar uh, – I have T. Higgins in fantasy, and he had like eight targets. He had like one catch or something, or zero catches. It's like things just – it's just not on the same page. Mixon isn't running for, you know, like he typically does. Um, and they're getting scored on. That defense has always looked decent. And they're – I mean, Baltimore goes in, puts up 27. Uh, the Rams have looked nice, uh, surprisingly. That's a team we didn't think would be good. Uh, Stafford looks good. I knew he threw a couple picks for Sam Fran, but that team's unbelievable, as we saw last night. Um, so, with that said, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the total will be over. I think Stafford's gonna continue to play well. How about that rookie on the Rams? The yeah. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but yes, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I mean, that's unbelievable. They got Acres out of there. Maybe that'll help the locker room. I don't know. But hopefully see some points scored here. Hopefully the Bengals can kind of get going. I don't know who wins the game, but hopefully it's more of like a 30, kind of 27 game. All right. As we wrap up, our special picks of the week. Dave, you got your sicko teaser ready for us? No, you go first. How did how did everyone's sicko go last week? Uh, I believe all of them were within one game of hitting. Nice. Yeah. It was close. We we were almost spot on. I'll start out while Dave gets his teaser of the week ready. The Danda Crazy Parlay of the Week. We backed it down just a little bit this week. Plus 1,032 odds. Five games, all money line. Miami to win, Buffalo to win, Tennessee to win, Seattle to win. And I know this contradicts what I said earlier, but I did take Pitt plus two and a half. But the Raiders win the game. That is the Danda Crazy Parlay of the Week. What about the Drunk Mike Beck of the Bet of the Week? The Drunk Mike bet of the week was an almost sober pick last week. I really wanted to give the fans something to get some money in their pockets. It was so darn close. All the teams came through, except for the freaking Detroit Lions at home against Seattle. Um, Should have hedged that shit. Anyways, um, this week I have a plus 749 bet with no boosters. Um, we have, just like the Danda picks, I have Miami, uh, minus six and a half. I have the Bills, minus six and a half. I have the Eagles straight up, and I have the Bengals straight up. Um, so that is going to be $10 to win eighty four ninety two. 
think it's a great pick unless Burrow doesn't play, and then mm-hmm. uh, I did not make that pick. <laughs> Time for our teaser. Okay, so I was just thinking to myself, this teaser, I don't know if it's hit in the last... I don't know if it hit once last year. It hit once. Once, yeah, the entire season. So hopefully that changes here. Uh, but the teaser is going to be five games. We're going to go starting with uh, New Orleans. We're going to do a plus seven teaser. New Orleans, get that gets it up to plus nine. Uh, we're going to go Buffalo. That gets you to basically a pick them there. Uh, Denver, add seven there. So we're going to 13-5 there. Kansas City, that gets us down to five and a half, I believe. And then we will also take Dallas, and that will get us down to minus five. So those are the five choices there. Hopefully that changes my luck. It kind of just comes down to how New Orleans looks, I think, and, and Green Bay to me. So What's that put your odds at, dude? I don't know exactly if you want to look it up, but... Uh, plus seven teaser, it should be somewhere around four. It's always, yeah, it's always three to 400. So that is our picks of the week. Boys, it's been fun to get together again. I love this weekly little get together, but this has been another edition of, of pick 'em with Dan, Dave, and Mike powered by Riverside.